Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. Today is the first day of orientation for Herbert W. Armstrong College, and tonight it will be orientation for Imperial Academy as well. Here in Edmond, Oklahoma, on the campus of the Philadelphia Church of God, we have enjoyed a very eventful summer with a ministerial conference, a summer educational program, a Celtic throne music and dance tour an archaeological dig in Jerusalem. And already, the summer is practically over and a new school year is already here. And this might be one of the most important things that God's work has done all year. Every year, this is a real highlight. The start of a new school year. The start of another academic year of pursuing true education. True education is not something you go out and get. It is a way of life. True education is the persistent and determined training of the mind to think, act, and reason like the mind of God. You can find that definition in our free booklet, Education with Vision, by Mr. Stephen Flurry, available for free at thetrumpet.com. Education with Vision. And just think about that definition, how all-encompassing it is. Training the mind to think, act, and reason like God. That's pretty all-encompassing. Really includes everything that we do every day, pretty much. That's why true education really is a way of life. There are really only two foundations for education. It's either creation or evolution. It's either God exists or he does not. And depending on which side we fall on, our education will turn out extremely differently. We have to figure out, at the very core, which foundation to use. Now, there are all kinds of belief systems, all kinds of ideologies and religions, all different forms of education. Ultimately, it gets back to the foundation. Either God exists or he does not. Now, when God exists, and that is the reality, he reveals truth to us. Through the Bible. The Bible is an instruction manual showing mankind how we should live. Our very creator wrote this book for our benefit. And we need to use it. We need to learn from it. We can go back to Genesis at the very beginning of the Bible and see exactly how education began. How human beings were first educated by God. Genesis 2, verses 16 and 17. 
And the eternal God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat thereof you shall surely die. That's Genesis 2, verses 16 and 17. God instructed Adam and Eve to avoid only one tree in the Garden of Eden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It represented a potent mixture of good and evil. Yes, human beings can produce some good things on the physical level. Building a house or preparing a meal. There are a lot of good things, and yet there is so much evil mixed into our society as well. We don't want to eat something that has a little bit of poison in it, that is a little bit bad for us. Do we feel that way when it comes to our minds? protecting our minds from the evil message of the world. Adam and Eve had a choice, but it was a big choice. They could choose to believe God, to hear and obey God's revelation, or they could choose to experiment for themselves. They had a chance to hear the other side. God did not brainwash them. He let the devil make a pitch as well. Genesis 3 verses 4 and 5. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Satan directly contradicted God. God said humans would die if they chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil instead of the tree of life. Satan said they would not die. Satan said we would become gods right away. We humans could exalt ourselves to the God level, reject the one true God, and worship our own opinions make our own opinions of right and wrong the truth. God invented the truth. Truth comes from God. God defines for us what is good and what is evil. Just look around at society to see what happens when humans decide what is good and what is evil. You have people out there who support the mutilation of children when boys say they want to be girls or girls say they want to be boys. There are people out there who readily push them to mutilate themselves and somehow undergo a gender transition, which isn't actually possible. There are people out there who believe that butchering the unborn through abortion is okay. Or that assisted suicide is okay. There is no end to the vile filth we human beings can justify. 
when we reject God. It just goes absolutely wild. No boundaries, no limits. And human beings really do thrash and burst through every restraint when they reject God. Notice Romans 1. This is quite the description of worldly false education. Now, this isn't to show hatred for people out there, but there are two systems of education. It's God's way or Satan's way. And Satan's way is horrible. And that's the way that the vast majority of mankind is going right now. Notice where that kind of education leads. Romans 1 verses 28 through 32. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, a debased mind, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable or unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do them, but have pleasure in them that do them. Human beings are off the rails without God, out of control, committing every sin imaginable, and then inventing new ones. Romans 1 verse 30 there says they are inventors of evil things. We are coming up with evils never seen in 6,000 years of prior human history. It just gets worse and worse every day. And this is a result of the false premise of education. Evolution. Rejecting God. Rejecting God's revelation. You'll notice with Adam and Eve, when they chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, when they rejected God and followed Satan, they used the same method that modern science uses today. First, they rejected God's revelation. Second, they observed the tree. The tree looked good. It looked just fine. It didn't look deadly as God said it was. Third, they experimented. They tasted the fruit of the tree for themselves. And you know what? It tasted good. It didn't kill them right away. And finally, number four, they relied on their own carnal human reasoning. They turned to human reasoning, exalting their own opinions over God's revealed truth. That's the scientific method today. Reject revelation Use observation, use experimentation, use human reasoning. 
what good is science when the scientists reject God? What's even the point of exploring the universe if we can't see God in all that creation? I mean, ultimately, the universe out there is void. There is no life anywhere but here on Earth. There's just a lot of darkness out there, a lot of planets and other bodies decaying. That's not really too inspiring. But if we could see that that creation points back to God, if we could see our potential when we look at the universe, that's a bit more worthwhile. We have to put God into our education. We have to understand that God creates all things perfectly, and yet the universe is damaged. How did that happen? Did God create the universe in a state of decay? Or did the angels rebel and cause that destruction? And how does God plan to fix the universe? You see, these are the big questions we should be asking in our education, in this right way of life, our pursuit of true education. True education exalts God as our creator. True education is the right way. Now, there is some good that human beings have produced, like I said. It is impressive to see what the human spirit can accomplish, even apart from God. But fundamentally, human knowledge, material, physical knowledge, knowledge based on the false premise of evolution, isn't solving our problems. In fact, our problems are only getting worse. We have to see the fruits of that wrong way of life that should wake us up. In that booklet, Education with Vision, it talks about philosophers, vain philosophers. Acts 17 verse 21 records the Apostle Paul's experience with the Greek philosophers of his day. All the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. That's Acts 17, verse 21. Philosophers just sit around talking all day long. They're not productive members of society. All they do is ask questions without providing any answers. It is just a rabbit hole of confusion. They will ask, what is life? Are we even real? <laughs> Are there endless universes out there with alternate versions of you? Different versions of you that have made different choices and have turned out very differently? The multiverse, we've seen that a lot in popular culture these days as well. But it's just all confusion. They ask questions, but they don't have any answers. And what does that cause? Well, it's a faith destroyer. 
having just physical education, limited to the five senses, rejecting God's revelation, exalting our own opinions, and then all of a sudden we know absolutely nothing. And we don't even understand our own purpose for why we exist. Another field somewhat similar to philosophy is psychology. Now, while philosophy asks big questions, unlimited questions, psychology focuses more on the mind. And it gets into why human beings would make certain decisions or do certain things. But it's a pretty dangerous field. The Bible warns very strongly about fields like philosophy and psychology, where really we can crawl inside the mind of a psychopath, of a mass murderer, and start to see from his perspective and how he could have done what he did. And then all of a sudden it doesn't seem so bad to us anymore. Psychology is the second most common major of university students today. Everyone wants to go to college and get a psychology degree. The fruits of modern education are destructive. There's a really interesting section here in Education with Vision by Mr. Stephen Flurry about Harvard. And even going back to the 1950s and 60s, this university exalted academic freedom to the point of having no structure, no standards, people skipping class endlessly because attendance wasn't taken, people getting endless deadlines or endless deadline extensions on their assignments taking mental health days, calling in sick all the time, requesting psychological counseling. It's a promiscuous, miserable environment. The people at Harvard have no direction in life. It's not a happy place. Now, maybe some of them can excel in the realm of physical knowledge but they don't even know why they exist. And they don't know how to be happy. Now, it doesn't mean that all physical knowledge is wrong. The Bible is only the foundation of knowledge. It's God's inspired word, his instruction manual for mankind. But there's no way just one book could contain all the knowledge we would need for an entire lifetime. However, God's word reveals to us the Ten Commandments. These Ten Commandments would solve all world problems. And when we're living our lives, we should live according to those Ten Commandments. We should acquire physical knowledge according to the Ten Commandments, according to the right premise of creation, not evolution. We should not decide for ourselves what is good and what is evil. Notice page 15 of Education with Vision. For 6,000 years, man has virtually destroyed every part of this creation he was intended to beautify and maintain. 
For 6,000 years, man has experimented with what is right and wrong. He has educated himself in this knowledge. The late Herbert W. Armstrong wrote, Humanity has produced a vast mountain of evils. His fund of knowledge is a mixture of good and evil, true and false. He has produced a civilization full of empty lives, discontent, unhappiness, pain and suffering, crime, immorality, broken homes and family life, corruption, injustice, unfairness, violence, pollution, war and death. Those are the rotten fruits of modern education. That's why we are so blessed here on the campus of the Philadelphia Church of God in Edmond, Oklahoma, at the start of another academic year for Armstrong College and Imperial Academy. We are so blessed to teach and to receive true education. We are so blessed to live true education. Yes, the students receive precious education in the classroom, but they also receive education on the job, on dates, in social environments, through friendships, through good books, through travel, through life experience. They're learning not just how to get a living, to make money, but how to live. It's a much better way. True education. And you'll notice that God's work puts that kind of education out there for anyone to read and to study. It's a life-changing, life-saving education. You can see it on the Key of David television program, on the Trumpet Daily, through the KPCG radio broadcasts, on the Trumpet.com, on PCG.church, at armstronginstitute.org, through our concert series here, through the publications, the Philadelphia Trumpet, Royal Vision, True Education, Let the Stones Speak. That is a mountain of true education. We have an entire literature library available to you for free at thetrumpet.com. True education. Education founded on the right foundation of God's word. And that directs our lives. That makes us happy. This is the way to solve all world problems. And soon the entire world will get to receive true education. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time.